welcome to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast, where we talk about topics and resources that help you lead more to reach more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. My name is Tom Bump, and I'm your host. Thanks for joining me, my friends. I'm super excited that you would take time out to listen to our podcast. Today, I want to ask you, are three really better than two? (laughs) I know you're saying, Tom, it's almost summertime. I don't want to do any math. I don't want to think too hard. Hey, I get it, my friends. Summertime brings lots of lots of challenges in ministry, and I have no doubt that you're in a busy season right now, as is every season with children's ministry and serving our awesome God. But I do hope that you'll take a few minutes, sit back, relax, and enjoy this podcast and be encouraged by it, be challenged by it, and hopefully come out on the other side of it with some ideas of how you can continue to build a healthy ministry. Friends, let me just stop before we get too far in and say, hey, are you feeling stuck? Are you feeling a little alone? Are you feeling like, boy, I'd like to grow, but I'm just not sure how? Can I challenge you to take 30 seconds of insane courage and schedule a free 30-minute call with kmccoach.net? You can take some time to figure out how kmccoach.net .net can work for you, a coaching journey that's personalized to you after a really great assessment is given to you. We figure out where can you grow and develop your ministry, grow yourself as a leader, grow your teams in a healthy way so that you can live and lead restored, renewed, and refreshed on a regular basis. I want to encourage you to consider a coaching journey. And the summertime, believe it or not, is a great time to do that. So instead of feeling stuck, alone, isolated, discouraged, check out kmccoach.net and consider our new donation-based coaching program just for you. Now let's dive back into this week's episode. Three are better than two. Yeah, they really are. But you know what? A lot of us struggle with How do we build healthy teams? How do we lead healthy teams? But let me start off with talking about a bridge. I know, kind of a weird subject. But I want to talk about something that I've learned recently. The Golden Gate Bridge is one of the most amazing engineering marvels of our lifetime. And there's a section of the bridge where you can really get a good look at the cables that stretch across this. The cables are amazing when you think about it. There's 27,572 wires in each of the cables that go over 7,650 feet. The total length of these cables could reach and stretch for about 80,000 miles. That's around three trips around our amazing earth. But you know what? Those Cables, while they look like one cable, again, there's 27,572 wire strands that make up one of those cables. And it holds a tremendous amount of weight on those cables. Listen, Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12 says, Two are better than one 
because they have a good return for their work. If one falls down, his friend can help him up. But pity the man who falls and has no one to help him up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands cannot quickly break. You know, it's amazing how as we think about as leaders, about building healthy teams, there are some things that we should consider. And in our last episode, we talked about creating uh, the big E's. Now, if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to that one before you continue with this one. It'll make a lot more sense of what I'm talking about. But one of the things that we want to do in creating an environment of leadership development and growing, it's really, again, when we're asking people to volunteer, you need to consider that that you're asking people to step into greater discipleship for themselves and for the kingdom work. And why do we do it this way? Why should we focus on these things? Because we have to take a cue from Jesus. This is how Jesus led. He had an attitude towards developing people behind him. He also developed a teamwork mentality in the disciples. He created things. And and in Luke 9, Jesus started off with a great leadership principle of developing leaders and developing stronger leaders when all of a sudden the disciples came to him and said, hey, Jesus, we've had all these people around us and we're long ways away from the, you know, the local villages and people are getting hungry. What are we going to do? And what was Jesus's response? Well, you give them something to eat. And the disciples, I'm sure, looked at each other like, where are we supposed to get food? Again, we're a long way away from the villages and we don't have any money around. Um, you know, I don't know where Judas the treasurer was, uh, but apparently they were low on funds. And they were wondering, uh, where are we going to get the resources, Lord? Have you asked that lately? Where am I going to get the resources? Where am I going to find extra help? Where am I going to find things to do ministry? Well, the disciples asked those questions too after Jesus said, hey, you feed them. You take care of them. Well, Then they went to work and they started getting creative and they started asking questions. They started looking for help in the crowd and they found that little boy with those five loaves and two fish, the first set of Lunchables that is recorded in scripture, right? And Jesus took that Lunchable from that little boy and the scriptures say there were 5,000 men and then there was also lots of women and children there. And Jesus got organized and he said to the team, you lead these people and get them into groups of about 50 people. Get them organized. Take some steps. Here we go, guys. We're going to show you something amazing. And then Jesus took that bread and that fish. He blessed it. He thanked the Father for the provision. And then he gave it to the disciples and said, now go feed the people. Go spread it out. And as they did, Of course, we get the miracle that there were 12 baskets full of food left over at that first picnic from that little boy's Lunchable. You know, we see many, many times Jesus taking opportunity to build his teams, to develop leaders, to help people see the resources that God has already provided 
in front of them. And sometimes we get so short-sighted that we miss that God has put everything we need. We have a God of abundance. Are you discouraged today? Are you feeling like, oh, I just don't have enough of this or that? Whatever you're feeling a lack of, sit down before the Father and remind yourself that He is the God of abundance. He is the God of provision. And if you take the steps to start looking at what you do have instead of not what you don't have, you will be amazed at what God can do. You know, it's interesting as you look through scripture, you see story after story of God providing for his people, of showing people that this is how you do things. But here's some principles that help when you're developing a healthy team, when you're building that three chord, um, more than two, you're building up this team that's bound together for a purpose. You know, when Joshua asked the people to do something, when they were getting ready for the promised land, he gave them some specific instructions. And he got these from Moses. He passed them on to the people. And Joshua said to the people, go to the people and tell them through the camp, get your supplies ready. Three days from now, you're going to cross the Jordan and you're going to go in and take possession of the land. The Lord your God is giving you for your own. You know, the, the people must have been shocked and they must have been wondering, how in the world are we going to do this? And how is God going to show up? But here was their response in Joshua 1, 16 to 18. They answered Joshua, whatever you have commanded, we will do. Whatever you send us, we will go. Just as we fully obeyed Moses, we will obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your word and doesn't obey your words, whatever you have commanded them will be put to death. Only be strong and courageous. God told Joshua many times, be strong and courageous. Maybe you need to hear those words as you're facing a big event this summer or lots of big events this summer and you're feeling a little worn out. Be strong and courageous. But here's some things I want to note about Joshua's team. And I want to encourage you to build these into your people, into your team. You know, one of the things that they answered Joshua is whatever you've commanded, we will do. There was an attitude of cooperation. One of the pieces of DNA that needs to be on our teams is a spirit of cooperation, helping each other, looking out for each other, serving one another. You need to create that. So you need to model that to your teams. Do you cooperate with them? Do you lead them in such a way? They also said, wherever you send us, we'll go. There was an attitude of flexibility. We always say on our teams, every team I've ever led, we're going to be flexible with joy every week because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't get upset when the service runs over because, hey, if the spirits of God, the spirit of God is moving, we're going to get excited about that. And sometimes we're going to keep parents waiting because we're doing something and, and the spirit of God is moving and we need that extra time. So we always want to have an attitude of being flexible with joy because that's what a team does for each other. The other thing is, as we notice that it's, they said to him, what, that as we obeyed Moses, we're going to obey you. There was a commitment level there. We need to stir up that commitment. Do you have your leaders back? 
even when they sometimes say no to you, even when they don't, you don't think they support you, you don't realize sometimes the hits and the arrows that our leaders take on our behalf. When's the last time you've asked your senior leader, how can I serve you? What can I do to help you? You want to show them that level of commitment. Even if they don't always show it to you, you show it to them. They also said, whoever rebels against your word and doesn't obey whatever is commanded, they'll be put to death. Let me tell you, there's loyalty there. They're like, hey, Joshua, people had better fall into line and, and lead and, and, and serve and do the, the things that our team needs to do for the kingdom. Huh. Because why? Well, if they don't, we're going to take care of them. That's loyalty. And then they finished with the only be strong and courageous that's encouragement. We want to stir up in our teams. A healthy team has cooperation, flexibility, commitment, loyalty, and encouragement. You could focus on those principles this summer. You could work on doing those things for the team and help them figure out how they can live these things out. These are the characteristics of a dynamic team, a strong team, a team that is wrapped up in the cords and knows that they're going to see God do great things amongst them. Let me tell you, when we do those things, it's a powerful tool in the hands of an amazing, amazing God. And when God's Spirit unifies us, He gives us the spiritual harmony that we need. So maybe look, are any of these cords fraying in your team? Where do they need to be encouraged and supported? Again, you all know and you've heard it said before, vision leaks. And sometimes it does leak. So you need to find out where is it leaking and where can you shore it up. But I want to challenge you to take some time each week uh, through the summer. You've got eight weeks from June and July that you could pour into your team these eight principles uh, or these simple principles and, and see how God uses them to tighten the cords between them to help them to serve one another. You know, there are ways that you can do this. There are ways that you can encourage it and see it happen. And it starts with you modeling it. You helping leaders uh, see that this is an important thing, that they can do these things themselves. They can push it together and pull it together. They can serve one another. It's an important thing to maintain that health. So you've got to clarify those expectations on a regular basis. You've got to train it into them and show them how to do it. You've got to get feedback from them to figure out where are the, is there a lack of understanding or lack of clarity. And then you've got to affirm that this is God's plan for the team and God's plan for the ministry and lead them forward. Let me tell you, my friends, as I get ready to wrap up this episode, I just want to encourage you that building a healthy team is so important and it can be done. And I know some of you are running on fumes already and you're wondering, how are we going to keep going? Let me tell you, it starts with you. Maybe you need to take a little bit of a break. You need to step back or maybe you need to have someone come alongside of you. Find some community around you. Hire a coach or a mentor. Join a coaching group. Get involved with a local network or start a network. 
This is an opportunity for you to get fed and encouraged and equipped as well as so that you can turn around and equip and encourage and support those that are serving alongside of you. Again, if there's anything I can ever do to help you or encourage you, please reach out. You can message me in the Facebook group if you're part of the Kid Ministry Collective Facebook group. Uh, you can email me at tom at restoringleaders.org and I would be happy to talk with you. If you're looking for someone to, to learn from and to grow from, I would love to have you join a, a KMC coach journey. Uh, we would love to walk beside you and show you uh, different things and see what God has put inside of you and draw it out. Sometimes it just helps to have somebody looking from outside of your box looking in because sometimes we don't always see what's right there in front of us. We don't always notice those 27,000 cords wrapped tightly. We just see the one. So if there's any way I can serve you or help you, please reach out and let me know. But that's going to wrap up this episode. Wanted to keep it short and sweet this week because I know you're busy. So God bless you. Stay in the fight. Keep going because it matters what you do. God sees what you do. He values you, not for what you do, but for who you are in him. So thanks for listening to this episode of the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast. We hope that you'll join us again for another episode real soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. We hope that it's helped and encouraged you. If you would, support our podcast by continuing to share it with other leaders. And if you haven't already, hey, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. We look forward to hearing from you how this podcast has helped and sharpened your skills in ministries. So let us know on your Facebook page or head over to kmccoach.net and share with us there. And thanks again for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast.